2015, Younger boots up in, in January. We had Malky Mackay in charge and, and then Sharpie sacked Malky Mackay and put you in charge for the last couple of games of the season. And then you sort of restructured the club during the summer. Yeah, I did. It was, it was a great honour to to be given that opportunity to, to kind of rebuild the club. I think myself and Sharpie were both... Uh, very clear on what, what was needed to be done. I think Wigan almost kind of needed their, their soul back at that point. We'd lost our identity a little bit. I had felt from dropping out the Premier League, uh, we had Owen Coyle. Yeah, we had Owen Coyle, then Uwe Rosler, then, then Malcolm Mackay. We had that brief period with Uwe where we played extremely well and got to the, the, the playoffs. But I felt like overall the club had lost its identity a little bit and I wanted to get that back. And I felt the people that were there, Graham Barrow, Joe Parkinson, Pete Atherton, Mike Pollock, even Gareth Piper, uh, Russ Hitchens, the physio department, they were all Wigginers. And I felt like they needed to come back to the to the forefront of the coaching staff, even Kath Farnworth, my assistant at the club and, and the dog. I, I wanted to get that feeling back of everyone involved and, and get them to understand what Wigan meant to, to the people. Because I think from the outside, people... Uh, have a perception of Wigan, small club, you know, not a lot of fans, rugby town. But I think anyone who's played for Wigan, as soon as you play for them, you appreciate how how much the club means to the to the town, how how big it is. And and I think everyone who has that association feels that for, for the rest of their career. So that was my, my main aim. I also wanted to change the style of play. I felt like we'd lost our identity in that regard as well. And that was probably the reason you talk about the great squad. We, we didn't have an identity. We had a bit of a mismatch of some players that wanted to play, some players that were big physical players. We didn't have a clear identity of what we wanted to be. So that was my aim. Uh, I actually set about that straight away. Even though we were in a relegation fight, I wanted to, to make that clear for day one, uh, which I felt we did, but obviously didn't manage to stay in the championship. And then next season, it was more a case of getting people who wanted to be there for, for the right reasons, to be part of uh, a promotion, to be part of the, the football club again, but understand what the football club meant. Uh, certain players were, were going to leave naturally because they were, wanted to play at a higher level. They were on too much money. There was there were certain things that just happened naturally, which looking back probably helped me a lot. There wasn't a lot of kind of... I didn't have to force a lot of people out. That just happened naturally. And then we set about recruiting players. And Graham Barrow at that period was, was a huge help in that regard. I was obviously... I think I was 32 at the time, so I was an extremely young manager who needed that support and Graham was was outstanding at that period. Obviously recruiting the players, but then guiding me on the training pitch as well because I hadn't coached a lot, but he kind of guided me in that process and it was a fantastic season. When I look back at my career, my favourite season as a player, coach, manager, it was just incredible, the, the momentum that we started to build. Even early on, when, when we weren't winning a lot of games, we had the, the Chesterfield game, we had the Port Vale game where we lost, where I could see an identity coming of the team that I wanted to, to create. And then second half of the season was just a joy to watch. Some of the football we played... Uh, the players were just outstanding. They could play different formations, but always on the front foot, playing aggressive attacking football. And and I really felt like you know that that was the the identity of Wigan, and that's what we wanted to create. For me, and, and I don't know if you'll agree or disagree, but for me, the turning point 
was we went to Barnsley in, in December uh, and we won 2-0, didn't we? And, and Yannick scored the second goal. For me, that seemed to change the whole momentum of the season. We were six at the time, so we weren't out of the picture. But I think from then on, we only lost two games to the end of the season. It was a massive turning point. It was, I'm not sure who we played before. I think it might have been Blackpool at home. We lost 1-0 and... We actually didn't play that that bad. It was a really wet pitch, though. Uh, the rain had uh, the game probably should have been abandoned, but we played it. We got beat, and we felt like we needed to change something. We at that point we hadn't worked out how to utilise the attributes of Will Gregg and get the best out of him. And we had a collection of players that we were still trying to find what what our best formation was, what the best relationships and partnerships within the team were, and we'd done a lot of kind of soul searching and and work that week. And again, Graham Barrow, we, we felt we felt like going, we, we had the two strikers with Davis and Greg, and, and I felt like Will needed that uh, physicality next to him because he wasn't somebody who could run the channels, he couldn't really hold the ball up uh, like a big number nine and, and get a hold of it. So that was the thinking playing uh, Craig with him. But then during the week, we, we came to the, 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 the solution of playing two number 10s to give us real... Uh, control in the middle of the pitch and try and supply the service from the number 10s or the wing-backs who could who could bomb on and give us that support. But the real kind of masterstroke that game was Andy Kellett, who was a wing-back or a, or a full-back even, but really quick, really dynamic, hard to get the ball off, really clever in tight areas. And Graham, it was Graham's suggestion, said to try Andy in that with, with Michael. And we actually didn't start Yannick that game and Andy was was a revelation, scored a fantastic goal, the first goal. Then he actually played the following week at Fleetwood, or, or a few weeks later he played at Fleetwood and scored. So he was a, a, a big kind of bonus at that time. But then I think those few results just gave us that confidence again and, and settled us down. And then we developed that formation a bit more where we could play it with Yannick as one of the tens, but Yannick was more like a winger. So he played it like a winger. Rhys James was fantastic, as was Chris McCann and that left-hand side where we could really tactically be really clever because they could come inside and leave Yannick 1v1 or we could play 2v1 with Yannick. We had lots of rotations on our left-hand side. Our right-hand side was pretty set that Michael would always play inside as a number 10. And and we just seemed to kind of grow from, from that period. But like I said, I look back at it, during lockdown, I look back at all my notes and boxes I've got from that season. And of the last 20 games, we never played the same formation twice. We never played the same formation. We always adapted something and changed something. And like I say, the players were amazing at taking that information and then going out in the pitch. And we had some games where we absolutely destroyed teams. I remember Barry at home. And now and we all, <laughs> again, talking about what way to shoot, we used to always try and shoot that way, mainly for me to to try and control Yannick for the first five minutes, because we always felt like if you could wake Yannick up in the first five minutes, then then that was it. The game was over because he was devastating when he when he was at his best. Nobody could stop him, and he was an absolute beast of a winger who could just go past people for fun and and deliver the crosses that Will needed to score. So it was a, a an absolute joy of a season to work with these players, and and like I said to to kind of get from where we were and see the transformation in the second half of the season and how they could perform and, and win games, you know, week in, week out. 
to take us to the title was 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 so good to see. Just before we finish then, two questions about that season. Who was your best signing? We'll start with that one first. In your opinion, who was the best signing you made that season? Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. So many. And again, like I said, Graham was a was a big part of that. Max Tower, Graham. Graham was, you know, somebody he had seen. And and Graham seen Yannick uh, at Rochdale one night. I'll never forget, he phoned me at like midnight. I had been at a game somewhere else. And he said, I've seen a winger, we need to sign him. And he was just... You know, it, it takes a lot to get Graham excited, but when when he does, you can you can feel it. And he was very excited about Yannick. But I would I can't split two. I have to put two, and I think they would both they would be Dave Perkins and UC Yaskalina. Dave was our first signing, and we actually got a bit of criticism for that. We we were obviously saying we wanted promotion, and we signed a player that people didn't see the kind of what what he was going to bring or what he was going to do, but his influence. Uh, as a player every day and the way he trained and his influence as a character in that group was was phenomenal. And like I said, not, you know, I look at, I love Michael Jacobs, Will Greg Yannick, the way they played, the way they attacked, fantastic players. And, and Perks probably wasn't as good as them and he'll be the first to admit that, but what he brought to the team that year was was incredible. And likewise, you see Yaskalina. We signed Richard Donnell and... He struggled early part of the season and having Yusi there and, and again, not for his goalkeeping skills, for his mentality was huge because I remember we had a meeting when we brought him in or we were going to bring him into the team. Me and Polly had a meeting with him and I showed him playing out for the back because he'd, he'd, played, in, he'd played in teams with, with Sam Allardyce his whole career where he was pretty, he put it down at a goal kick and he would launch it up the pitch. So I showed him what we were looking for and he was relentless in how he'd done it. He made mistakes, but he would just do it again and again and again. And it was phenomenal uh, what he brought to the team and the calmness, how a goalie can change the, the mentality of a team because of the calmness that, that he can bring. Yusei was a, a huge impact on, on the team that season and without him, I, I don't think we'd have won the league. So those two signings, I'd say we were the, the biggest signings that season. I mean, we've talked about the back end of, back end of the season and we only lost two games. Uh, one was away at Doncaster. We looked tired that day and I think, and Perks got sent off, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah and, but we'd, we'd gone one up. And the other one was the Barnsley game at home. And there's a lot of rumours around why we lost that game. Were the players tired, do you think? Or was there, was there some other factor has, uh, that influenced the performance? I think the night outs went and might have went a bit long. <laughs> we actually we so we beat Blackpool on the Saturday morning and we went straight back to Chorley, to a pub in Chorley, and the whole team, all the staff, had the afternoon in Chorley. And it was actually Jimmy Barrow's thirtieth uh, that night, uh Leyland Golf Club. So we went a lot of us went back there, other players went out. And then the following night, Sharpie had arranged a night in Manchester. Because uh, we were pretty much promoted, and then the players were then off the Monday, Tuesday, and we trained Wednesday, Thursday. We were off Friday. We trained Saturday. We played. I think it was a Sunday we played. So in terms of the preparation, it was the training, and that was was fine. I think when you achieve something that you've set out all all year to achieve, for me, you have to celebrate it. And you, you have to kind of enjoy that moment. Without a doubt, you have to enjoy that moment. The players then, 
I think naturally just then the the competitiveness drops a little bit. And we actually, we started the game amazing. For 20 minutes, we were unbelievable, went 1-0 up. And I thought everything's fine. And then after 20 minutes, you could just see the energy and that kind of competitiveness kind of drop from the players. Uh, and we struggled in that in the game. And we actually played Lee Nichols in that game, who, who didn't have an amazing game. A few of the goals were, were his fault. And I look at Lee Nichols now, you know, playing in, playing in the championship playoff and, and having a fantastic career. So, you know, like we've we done certain things in that game to try and look at next season. And obviously the celebrations we had, I think, had an impact on it. And I think it shows how the mentality and, and the, the psychological aspect of football, how big it is. Barnsley had something to play for. We weren't really playing for much. And, and that has a massive impact on performance because we were a better team than Barnsley without a shadow of a doubt. And yet, you know, when you have that difference in, in competitiveness, then, then we struggled in that game. So it was... Was the disappointment? Uh, I was disappointed for you know after the game. I, I said that to the players, but then we came out and, and got the trophy. And, and to see the DW that day full, you know, I I said to the players, I said this a lot on on that season when we went to away grounds like Bury, even like the the further uh, trips to Peterborough, the support was incredible. And I said, you know, like I've played in the Premier League with this club. And the support you're getting right now is is phenomenal. It's better than than those days. So embrace it, use it, and and we got that that day. The DW full uh, to get us a, a trophy uh, was an incredible day, and uh, the result was disappointing. But again, we still made it to King Street, so it was uh, it was good after that. <laughs> and I think that's a brilliant note to leave it on, Gary. And I thank you so much for your time. And it's been uh, it's been lovely listening to you reminisce about your time spent at the Arctic. Brilliant, Barry. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm.